Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, the border is finally getting all sorts of attention. Uh huh. And we're finding out some new rules. Is that the deal? Yeah, we are. So Joe Biden apparently believes that he can't shut down the border through any executive action unless Congress gives him more money. That's a total lie. Uh, they're willfully uh, ignoring current federal law to let as many people in as possible. It's it's obvious that they don't need any sort of congressional action, but what they want to do is get this, you know, uh, old-school GOP and Democrat uh, bipartisan agreement that is being shaped in the United States Senate that that allows for, okay, 5,000 people a day to come across the border, and then we cut it off from there. How about you shut the damn thing down? That's all you have to do. I mean, we've said this, it hasn't been weeks or months, but now years. It's all by design. So it's this weird dance that the left, the Biden administration, the media all together act like they really want to do something about the border. Well, for a while, it was just gaslighting the border secure as Mm -hmm. you're watching people flow through. Right. And now it's trying to convince people they're very concerned about it, but they don't want to take any steps to do anything about it. Yeah. It's so, insanity. So White House spokesman John Kirby was asked, hey, why, why, why do you all keep saying that Biden has to wait for Congress to do something? Yeah. He has said he's, he's willing to use executive measures. And, um, and you know, if he gets, if he gets the, the bill passed, if he gets border funding um, and, and, it, and includes those authorities, he'll use those authorities. Why, not, why, wait, why wait till Congress? Why not? We, need, we, need, we need legislative support for border security measures, and uh, we need the funding to be able to put in place border security measures that the president can utilize. He has done some things, like putting uh, uh, U.S. troops down there to alleviate some of the responsibilities or administrative responsibilities of Border Patrol, um, and, but, but we, need this, we need this funding. It's the same. Over it could and use over executive over. order, and then two seconds later, but we need congressional approval of. He used executive order to open the border. Yeah. You can after he took over for Trump. But if you're telling me he could do that today, it's all and nonsense. And then you're telling me he can't do it because they it doesn't have the the uh, you know. want to. They want more people to come in. I just. It, my head just spins at some point. I know. It's just, it's so frustrating. Maybe that's the idea. You just confuse people for a long time. You, well, yeah. As long as, at least until November. Because they know that with voters, this is a big issue now. So they have to at least pretend like they care. They don't. No, they don't. Why in the world would they be fighting Texas to try to secure the border? Only to let more people in. <laughs> Nothing else makes sense. It's crazy. You do drive yourself nuts even thinking about it. Meanwhile, the governor of California is trying to convince you that Joe Biden is fit as a fiddle. Yeah, California Governor Gavin Newsom is still doing his I'm a team player bit. I'm certainly not measuring the drapes at the White House. I'm not. No. Joe Biden's a great president is what Gavin Newsom says. He, he did an interview with John Carl from ABC News. 
And, of course, John Carl frames it as people are worried about his age. Not his age. It's his dementia. That people still are still doing this, too. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Obviously, a lot of discussion of President Biden's age, um, which, which brings, raises the question, if something were to happen to Biden. Okay. Well, something what, would happen to any of us. <clears throat> right. All right. What, so what happens? Is it, well, is it Kamala Harris? Well, we know that. She's the vice president of the United States. Absolutely. By so, definition. I, something happens to me. It's the lieutenant governor of the state of I'm California. I'm talking about like, as the candidate. I mean. Yeah. Oh, come on. So she's the, she's Biden, the nominee. I, I, you we all spend time with Biden. Spend time with him per, I mean, yeah. three hours on photo lines, on three events a day, then giving speeches. Are you what? kidding? At 80 years old to be in that kind of health? Uh, I have no issues whatsoever. And by the way, I'm an okay. old-fashioned guy. You know, I think Bobby mm-hmm. Kennedy said it best. What the world needs are the qualities of youth, not a time of life, a state of mind, a quality of imagination. That's Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, quit <laughs> quoting Bobby Kennedy, you loser. <laughs> you can't even carry his knapsack anyway. Well, that, that, that's just the guy at the used car lot trying to convince you that the 1991 Geo Metro he's trying to... <laughs> You know, offload onto you is a real. I mean, that is just a well-oiled machine. That's going to do everything. Yeah, it's broken in. Yeah, it's got the hatchback on it too. Yeah, you see, it's, it's broken in. You don't need to worry about anything. I mean, again, you're putting Gavin Newsom on, but honestly, th- that guy is a punchline for most people in the United States. You look at how many people have left California. Joe Rogan just did another rant about it, saying how he was in a blue bubble. He was a part of that, and he was, you know. On the left forever. And then it got, you know, I can't say exactly what he said, bleeping insane. The way they go about so many different things in California. That's why, you know, thousands, millions of people have said, I can't take it anymore. I got to leave. But we care what Gavin Newsom thinks on these national issues. Apparently, because his hair looks good. It's just pretty crazy. But that's the world we live in right now. Meanwhile, um, dozens of federal workers are planning a hunger strike. What's this for? I love this story. Dozens of U.S. government workers will stage a one-day hunger hunger strike to protest the Biden administration's support of Israel in the uh, war with Hamas. So brave. They're gonna one day. One day. That's that's intermittent fasting. A lot of people do that <laughs> just to lose a few pounds. Yeah, sure. before you have your blood work done. Right. Yeah. right exactly. It's like <laughs> right? yeah, I got a colonoscopy tomorrow. I got to go yeah. on a hunger strike for a day. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dang man, it is stunning and brave. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna skip three meals. <laughs> That is how I am standing in solidarity with the innocent civilians in Gaza. Oh, my goodness. They think this is going to be effective? Like, people are going to just be in awe? I don't know. One day? Yeah. Have you ever, by the way, have you ever gone without food for one entire day? Well, yeah. I'll admit, it. you start to get a headache and you got the hunger pangs. There is that. But as far as some sort of movement to inspire people... Like, stand us on it. We're taking the bullet on this one. We're going a whole day without food. I am not going to do my mid-afternoon Starbucks pick-me-up run. Mm -hmm. And that is how I am a hero for the people of Gaza. Starving children will literally weep with thanks because I skipped a few meals and a snack. Well, I also am curious. Are they talking about, like, a full fast? Is this water only? Are they getting water? 
Because we don't, they usually don't specify. I'm guessing they will. Or is it a juice fast? Are we doing a Daniel fast? Do you get some vegetables? They, they, they say they are intentionally. (laughs) There you. They are protesting starvation as a weapon of war by intentionally withholding food from entering Gaza. That's why we are going on a hunger strike for a day. Okay. All right. You know, speaking of that whole conflict, did you see the editorial board at the New York Post, what they put out, talking about uh, forget the UNRWA the, divi- the division of the United Nations? Yeah. That- They're saying the United States should end funding for the United Nations itself. Just be done with it. Because when you're talking about the United Nations, um, you're talking like thousands of people in that group that support terrorists. Mm-hmm. And when, I mean, we've talked about this before with the United Nations. And Scott, you mentioned, you know, when you were growing up, it, it, it's sort of this you know, put on a pedestal of just, you know, people coming together for the good of mankind. Well, yeah. And then you understand what it's really about. I think initially, ideologically, that was the goal. Sure. You know, yeah, and that you held you had held the UN up as this wonderful organization. It says in this editorial piece, after all, America has laws against financing terrorist groups and the United Nations does just that. It employs actual Hamas terrorists and promoters of terror. Its secretary general supports Hamas, demanding an end to attacks on the terror group whose October 7th massacre he tried to justify. Its court of justice claims Israel is a possible perpetrator of genocide. Yeah. That just happened. Yeah. And it's aided and abetted mass murderers, demonized an innocent democracy, and perpetuated Mideast venom. And again, you ask, what good is the UN? Well, what do we lose by pulling out? Well, the the so part of the purpose of the UN, I know that you know they like to say this was about uh, nations coming together to be able to peaceably work out uh, problems instead of launching into a full scale world war. One of the things that America was behind so much with with the idea of the UN and why it's in New York is to essentially solidify America's role as the dominant superpower in the world. You know, the old old saying about keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Mm -hmm. So even if you have enemies within your borders, they're still within your borders, and you're basically able to keep an eye on them. Uh, But when now that entire agency seems to be hell-bent on undermining American and Western values altogether, it seems like the tables have turned a little bit, and they're basically, and America's enemies are now able to use it against us because we have a lot of model UN dorks running our government who still think of it as this noble and just assembly of nations that can come together and with one wow. voice protect the world from another world war. So that's what our legacy media is doing, continuing to try to perpetuate that the UN is a good thing. You know, which is almost as ridiculous as Gavin Newsom saying that yeah, Biden, what? He's fine. Mess with him in America unless you want to get the benefit. Heck yes, he's fine. Totally fine. Totally with it. Yes. Over 100 cutting edge inspe- inspection machines <laughs> help detect and stop fentanyl coming on our southwest border. Yeah. So just, yeah. That fentanyl applesauce coming across the border. Yeah. Yeah. What's the problem? You're fine. The UN says he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Strong leader. Okay, man, there's a whole lot to get to today. And I hadn't heard this. David's got the story. 
The DOJ launches a criminal investigation into Cori Bush. Uh-oh. And much more coming up right here. list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that ad on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still getting out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text order to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text O-R-D-E-R to 42424. That's order to 42424. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. Hewitt, yeah! So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Who is under investigation, David? Oh, man. Corey Bush. Member of the squad. Yeah. The Justice Department is conducting a criminal probe into Representative Corey Bush of St. Louis. Uh, According to six sources familiar with the investigation, that was the earlier report uh, today, Uh, The Justice Department subpoenaed the House Sergeant at Arms for records relating to the misspending of federal security money. Now, remember, we've talked about this. Uh, She hired private security while she was calling to defund the police. The head of security is her husband now. She was dating him at the time. Uh, He he, I believe he served in the military, but uh, his career before providing security for his girlfriend was like a moving company, I think. That's what he he ran a moving company, I believe. Um, hmm. Now, uh, did they go on vacation then with Bonnie Willis and her boyfriend? <laughs> right. Or no? So she spent like seven hundred thousand uh, dollars that was paid directly to her husband, which I'm sure did not go into a joint bank account, right? Hmm. So that's a problem. So the Justice Department is investigating her for that. Really funny. Uh, little side note to this, Max Cohen with Punchbowl News reported, uh, quote, I asked Cori Bush about the investigation directly. She repeatedly declined to comment, then reprimanded me for approaching her 
as she had a toothache. I have a toothache. Why are you, why are you, why are you asking me questions exactly. about where this money's going? <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. But, oh, it's the old toothache excuse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's a moron. I, we all know this. I mean, she's the one that when, when it first came out that she was spending tens of thousands of dollars on uh, personal security while calling for defunding the police for everybody else. She defiantly yes. said, well, yeah, I'm, I'm entitled to having personal security. Defunding the police, though, still needs to happen. That's right. She also claimed one time she was thrown up in the air by police. Yeah. She was shot at. There's no yeah. record of that. Yeah. Shot at by police. No, she was, she was shot at by white supremacists. Oh, yeah, who yeah, were, yeah, that's who right. Were serving as snipers during the Ferguson riots. They were hiding in the hills of Ferguson. I'm pretty sure we would have heard about that if there was a white supremacist militia taking pot shots at protesters and rioters. That probably would have been a pretty big news story at the time. I read that this morning. I just went to myself, yes. Oh, with Corey Bush? Yes. Good. <laughs> Good. You know, I go back through the history of just talking about Cory Bush on a on a number of different things and yes she was all about defunding the police and when other Democrats were saying hey this isn't polling very well we better change the way we verbalize this she didn't she oh, no. said no I mean defund the police like uh, that's not really a winner anymore yeah. but she just kept on with it this money did in fact go to her boyfriend his bodyguard ing now is that the same Security guard, is this the boyfriend, the dude that thinks he's a wizard and hates the Jews? Yes. Sounds right. Yeah, but, okay. he, but he says he can't be anti-Semitic because he's a high Jewish uh, Jewish priest. I think he's part of that group that's either the, the black Hebrew Israelites or uh, I don't remember if it was that specific group or so, something like them. It's basically a, a black nationalist okay. group that thinks that Israel stole land from black people and they are the true inheritors of of the children of abraham got it okay i, I just want to say whatever she was paying him not enough <laughs> <laughs> oh that cracks me up man what, something else real quick did she actually say abortion is a lifeline for trans people i'm trying to remember that statement so. now it's a lifeline <laughs> yes yes for the trans folks who face transphobia and bigotry because of anti-lgbt plus laws and outrageous bans on a, a gender affirming care <laughs> yes that's right abortion is a lifeline <laughs> for trans you people <laughs> who says that cory right. bush for trans people right cory bush says it so it must be true yeah Golly. it goes on and on and on um you know, something we need to get to a little bit later. You know what? I'll just play it right now. This was from Libs of Tech Talk. And it just made me think of this. Being a black woman, as Cori Bush is, if you work with someone that's black and they do a good job at something, I guess you should maybe not pay them a compliment. Listen to this. On today's episode of Is It a Microaggression or Is a White Lady Just Being Nice? A co-worker says to me, you're running this meeting very well. Mind you, the person who was supposed to run the meeting didn't come. So it could have just been a nice compliment. What do y'all think? Okay, three things. Impact, intent, precision. Would she have felt compelled to say the same thing to a straight white male? We don't know because we can't guess her intent. Did I feel offended? No, I didn't. But that doesn't mean other people wouldn't be. So I think it's both. And that's why it's important to be explicit with your language. So I don't know whether to say something nice about a job well done or not. What is that nonsense? No, they don't. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. More on that later.
So, I, I mean, that has a lot of people confused. What in the heck are you supposed to do then? Right. Just, I guess, not say anything. Nothing. Just do the work, stay in the corner, and shut yeah, up. Don't say anything. And don't yeah, try but, to be nice. But silence is violence. But, but yes. Hmm. So speak when someone says you can speak, apparently. Yeah. Well, when they, if they ask you afterwards, how'd I do? Just go, I don't know. How do you think you did? And just go with whatever they say. I, in the end, I'm just going to be me. And if that means you get booted or whatever, it's uh, wh- whatever. I'm not following your stupid rules. Who made you queen or king? Shush. <laughs> All right. Now, one of the biggest stories of the day is the border. Big update on the border and Mayorkas impeachment straight ahead. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so David, <laughs> Director of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. The impeachment hearings going on. Yeah. Well, they were talking about this on the Today Show, mm. and they wanted to give the Democratic side because Hakeem, the Dream Jeffries, yeah. spoke, and here's the setup in the statement here. Democrats argue this move is nothing more than a political stunt. The House Republicans have clearly turned their ever-shrinking majority over to the extremists. And this sham impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas is just another sad example. <laughs> okay. What a dope. So the border's secure, that's what you're going with? Yes, yeah. That he's done a great job? Are you joking? Well, first, it's a crisis. It's not a crisis. It's not even happening. The border's secure. Yeah. And then you understand, no, this is a crisis. We've gone over this a hundred times because Governor Greg Abbott sends, you know, a bunch of illegal aliens to sanctuary cities. And all of a sudden, well, we can't take this on. This is xenophobic and racist. You said you wanted people. You're a sanctuary city. We can't take them here. We can't take any more. And I know a little bit later you're going to talk about, you know, Eagle Pass, Texas, and the people that live there, what yeah. they've gone through over the last three years. It's insane. It is. I mean, the hundreds of people have actually died crossing the border. These, these so-called migrants have died trying to cross the border. Many more have suffered. Uh, and then still others plan to, well, make others suffer once they're in the United States of America. So, yes, I, I, it's not a sham impeachment. I mean, that's rich coming from the Democrats who impeached yeah, Donald Trump right. over a phone call. How many people died because of a phone call that Donald Trump made? That's a great question there. You know what? This sort of ties in. Just follow me for a second. Because in a second, we're going to get to what's your story. And part of my story is the E. Jean Carroll thing with Trump. And her appearance on Rachel Maddow's show last night. Holy cow, dude. Before we get there. Wow. Okay, with E. Jean Carroll, do you remember why she didn't want to go after Trump accusing him of rape? Because of what's happening to migrant women on the border. Do you remember this statement to Lawrence O'Donnell? No. On MSNBC? 
in retrospect, <laughs> just listen to this, and I'll get your reaction. Would you consider uh, bringing a, a rape charge against Donald no. Trump for this? Why not? I would find it disrespectful to the women who are down on the border who are being raped around the clock down there without any protection. They're young women. They, you know, tried to come into the country. They're, they're, as you know, they're there by the thousands. The women have very little protection there. It would just be disrespectful if I, you know, and mine was three minutes. I'm a mature woman. I can handle it. I can keep going. You know, my life has gone on. I'm a happy woman. But for the women down there and for the women, actually, around the world, you know, in every culture this is going on, no matter high in society or low in society, it just seems disrespectful that I would bring. It just doesn't make sense to me. Is that one of the more bizarre statements yeah. you've ever well, heard? Yeah. Well, well, until it did. Why'd you, why'd you sue him then? Right. You said it was three minutes. I can. This is the same woman who told Anderson Cooper very uncomfortably that she associates rape with being sexy. Yeah, she's a nut. Again, the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. It just. It. It hurt. It just. What. It just. You know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent. Listen how uncomfortable he is, and yeah. throughout the rest of the assault, it is not. I think most sexual. people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're just going to take a quick break. <laughs> if you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> okay. Hey, 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 he plays for the other team, lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can change him. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yes. And again, held up in this high regard from Matto like this hero. It, it was, it's truly bizarre in a lot of different ways. You know? Oh yeah. I'll just continue on, okay, as we get into what's your story. Oh yeah, there's this you gotta hear this next we'll just, time. We'll just roll into Holy this. Holy smokes, Daddy O. We do this every day about this time. Might not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. So what's your story? I will kick it off with E. Jean Carroll because you know she's awarded eighty-three million dollars from Trump, which you know, you've got all these legal scholars going, this is insanity. And her case is flimsy at best. You're just trying to look at it objectively. Yeah. Okay, but for the left, this is a huge win. And so, you know, for someone's, you know, I can take it. I'm older. You know, my life is greater, whatever. They paint this picture on the Maddow show of it being this, this harrowing thing to be in the same courtroom with him. I don't know if you heard that clip or not. Eugene, in terms of the... Um what you've just been through, I mean, to hear a lawyer as experienced as Ravi Kaplan say it was nerve-wracking to be in that room sometimes because of the way this was conducted. Um, I have to ask you, you know, President Trump has kept your name out of his mouth since being told he has to pay $83 million to you for what he's done in the past. But over the weekend, he did start posting links online to articles that attacked you and denied your claims again. He seems to be pushing it already in terms of whether or not he is going to go back to calling you a liar and denying that he did what he did. Um, if, it, if it came to it, if your lawyers told you that there was another case and that you should go back and get more money out of him and sue him again, would you do it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It wasn't too much um, 
it wasn't too much wear and tear on you. I mean, the the guts factor here is real in terms of how much you put yourself out there. A lot Rachel, of big Rachel, strong people this... have been putting themselves wouldn't put themselves through what you've gone through. Okay, your reaction to that, David? I can see it. That's embarrassing. Even for Rachel Maddow, that's embarrassing. I thought the same thing. Like She's already gone on all these shows and talked about this before. <laughs> okay, all right, maybe there's a part of this that, that I just don't understand. But as we talked about before with E. Jean Carroll, that whole part of her in the forest, this wasn't even that long ago. I mean, th there's something going on there. Again, she lives in this remote cabin in the middle of a forest, and she's painted trees blue, and she's got rooms for mice, mm -hmm. and then all this different stuff. Some very distinguished uh, <laughs> mice live here. Uh, Kahneman lives in the kitchen. Tversky lives in the bedroom. This is my shed. And then the shed, and then here's the Our dogs. To my dogs. Marky, Fortuna de la Spunky, Heidi, Tits, Bloody, and Hepburn. And the then, streams and the rivers were dry, and I, it so horrified me that I came out and started painting the rocks blue to indicate that there was once a river here. And then after I got done painting the rocks, I just sort of walked over here and then did that tree and then did that just tree crazy. and then I did this tree. And no one, she goes on these different shows, no one asks, hey, so you can't remember the year this happened with Trump. I mean, yeah. it's, there's no questions like that at all. We'll be right back on the lives of Rich and Crazy. So then you wonder, well, what is this all about in the end? And was it just about the money? Because most of the time you have someone in this sort of position will say, well, it's not about the money. Yeah. But Rachel Maddow asked about the money. And oh, what, are you, what are you going to do with it? And this is a clip that also oh, got your Oh, my gosh, attention. this one. Here you go. You've talked about using some of... Trump's money you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Or, yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> that's her attorney. Yeah, that's Good Rachel job. Maddow. Yeah. It's just... Her attorney's like, that's a joke. Just, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You can tell by looking at her like, oh, oh, man. Well, there, there's more. But that was Maddow that's just laughing. Just, oh, hilarious, whatever, whatever. You Looks know. like a nice little guy, actually. Anyway, and it goes on. <laughs> Although, if, if me fishing in France could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, take one for the team. I All right, let me, let me. Uh, <laughs> as if. Isn't that crazy? That's the, I, I, that, that is, clip, yeah. Yeah, really uncomfortable. Yes. Mm. Anyway. Like, E. Jean Carroll's on mushrooms 24-7, isn't she? There looks to be, heck, man, I don't know about how to diagnose who is on well, this drug or that drug, but it's like you're on something. I'm just saying, if she, if Bizarre. she, li she lives in the woods, she probably grows her own. Because I'm just saying, as, as somebody who has partaken in hallucinogens in the past when I was a dope-smoking yeah. hippie. Yeah. I, I tell you, man, 
I've had that exact same conversation about painting rocks blue to look like water. All right? Man, the things we're learning today. He, he went to go fishing in France, too. <laughs> uh, well, I thought I did. It was actually, it was actually wow. just a runoff ditch where I painted the grass blue. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's like a big joke, this it, whole it thing. Is. You know, and the thing, of course, her attorney, I'm sure, was not expecting that because you could tell right away by looking at her face like, oh, my God. I know. She's off the rails. Absolutely. All right. For what's your story today, David? What you got? Uh, this is a lady in New Hampshire. Uh, she was taking her trash out and threw the garbage in the in an apartment complex dumpster. Somehow okay. she fell into the dumpster. Oh, boy. Not really sure what the situation overall is. However, a garbage truck comes along, picks up the mm-hmm. dumpster, dumps it into the truck. She's still in it, and she's now in the truck. She got compacted four times. Oh, my She's goodness. alive. Holy they rescued smart. her. Again, this is in New Hampshire. They say she's got broken bones, obviously, but yeah. she's lucky to be alive, and she's going to make a recovery. They're still looking into exactly how she managed to fall in the dumpster, but well, I'm just a crazy she's be story. Okay. But how do you fall in a dumpster? I don't, You're hmm. trying to reach, maybe you threw something in there, and you tried to get it out, and you fell in. I don't know. Or you went in to get it and then couldn't get out. I don't know. I'm trying to think, you know, in my 20s, could I jump into a ham- into a dumpster? It, maybe. Yeah, probably. But fall into one? Well, if you're reaching down, like maybe you slip it. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe. They're usually taller than that. Yeah. I mean, what is it, two feet high? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. It's pretty high. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's your story, Scott, for what's your uh, story? Pope Francis this week called for cooperation between Christians and Marxists what? as a way to achieve greater dialogue in, uh, and help in the search for the common good. So the Pope is uh, telling us that we Christians should also get involved with Marxists because, well, we all have a common mission. What's the common mission? Starving people? I don't know. I can't figure that one out myself. Yeah, no. There is no. There, there's, I mean, by definition, yeah, Marxism, Marxism right? and yeah. communism is about godlessness. Yes. A religion that wants to destroy yeah. all other religions. Are you saying no, befriend people that don't have the same faith as you I'll and then you, share the gospel? Is that what we're getting at? Because it doesn't sound like it from what you're saying. What you should do, though, if uh, a practicing Catholic, if you are, and maybe perhaps you're looking for a little gift, perhaps a book on history to send to the Pope might be in order, just so he understands what he just said. Wow. It's hard to know the whole context of what he said, but from what you're saying. Well, dude, I, I just read it verbatim, yeah. I mean, that's what he said. Okay. Now, there may be more context added to it, I'm sure, as the wheels start to spin backwards. Well, well there's what he been meant many times. Yes, many yeah, times. We'll get, we'll get he that gets it out up. there, yeah. and then you'll hear you know, but different people from the Vatican say, say this is what. Christianity in the same sentence. Of work for the common yeah, good. Like, what, is, what, what does that mean? I'm not sure what that means. I mean, I've honestly never heard that before. Okay. More inspection on that one. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. And then, David, you got this story about the Israeli commandos that went undercover at the West Bank Hospital. Get to that and much more. Straight ahead.
Chilly winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed. HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts, and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make eating better and saving money a priority and make it easy with America's number one meal kit. Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, what's his story, David, with the Israeli commandos? Oh, yeah, Israeli special forces dressed up as civilians and medical staff infiltrated a hospital in the West Bank, city of Jenin, uh, killed three Palestinian men, three terrorists. And have you seen the footage of this? I have not. The, the, you got like a dozen commandos who were dressed up as nurses, women in hijabs and others. One was pushing a wheelchair, a wheelchair. Another was carrying a baby car seat. And then all of a sudden the guns come out. And they took care of some people. Wow. Oh. Yeah, they say that they were terrorists linked to Hamas and Islamic Jihad. And they took them out. Yep. yep. I think it's kind of interesting because there are some conversations, some I find more credible than others, about, you know, is there a slippery slope to this? I mean, this is what terrorists will do as well, is dress up as, I mean, this is what we've seen Hamas do, is, yeah. you know, get doctors to carry out terrorist plots. And does this actually make a bad situation worse? And some people I'll take that criticism from, and I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. I think, okay, maybe there's a point to that. But then on the other hand, there are leftists who are obviously pro-Hamas who are mad at Israel. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here saying, you're the one saying that they were indiscriminately bombing suspected terrorists. Wouldn't you love more coordinated surgical strikes like this? You should love you, this. You just outed them, David. Yeah. They don't want Israel to win is the bottom line. Yeah. 
any way, shape, or form. No. Because, again, they're pro-Hamas, so they don't like that. So, like, hey, you can't, you can't do that. We do that. But they can't claim they're pro-Hamas. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you go with pro-Palestinian. That's what you have to do. You have to be careful with your verbiage. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's just part of the rule. And I mean, and I don't, <laughs> the, my gut reaction is, and I don't mean it to sound disrespectful, is like, that's like movie stuff. Yeah. And I know, well, that's where they get the ideas for the movies. From movies, yeah. From, yeah, from, you know, real life situations like this. But when you're watching a movie like that and they pull off something, you know, of that nature, like, man, could that really happen? And they just proved absolutely yeah. it could happen. And good for them. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. Porter's getting a lot of attention, and there's a huge increase in drownings? Yeah, and we, we've talked about this over the last couple of years, where, you know, it used to be a handful of drownings every single year. And it, as tragic as that is, the numbers have absolutely exploded uh, at the border over the last couple of years because of Biden's open border policies. Now, this is actually a fascinating development. CNN, of all outlets, did a story, I mean, for their website, but they did, they did a story... Okay. Talking to first responders in Eagle Pass about the staggering death toll at the border, uh, specifically about drownings, where in Eagle Pass, the fire department, this is just one agency, by the way, one, they would usually respond to about six or seven a year. Every other month or so, you you might have a call like that. Okay. Last year, it was 47. And again, that's one agency. And, you know, aside from the human cost of that, you also have the financial cost of that because you're not billing an insurance company. You're not. I mean, that's that's on the city or the county. Right. Uh, That's on the on the on the government entity that is providing the services to try to rescue or to recover uh, the bodies of people who die. And it's just it's a total disaster every way you look at it. Uh, Here are some of the stories that were told from first responders themselves i i want to preface it with this real quick okay this is hard to listen to there are parts of it that are very difficult to listen to but i think it's important to that to show this is not just a political right versus left democrat versus republican thing okay all right we're getting body recoveries like once every shift now recently we ended up running a cardiac arrest inside a cargo container i believe she was 13 years old what goes through my mind is how cold must she have been when she was crossing? She's soaking wet, she's wearing clothes to keep herself warm. And then you smell the dirt and you smell the regurgitation of the water. Mm. We got her pulse back and I think she ended up being brain dead, unfortunately. The next shift we went and we recovered her little brother's body uh, from the river itself. Of course, he's been underwater for three or four days before resurfacing and just a, just a stench of the dead body, you know, rotten flesh as it gets up in your nose and stays there for the rest of your shift here. We responded under the port of entry where all the show is. It involved a four-year-old female 
It's frustrating because she didn't ask her parents to put her in that water. It's hard not to get political. The federal government has failed us and hundreds of lives were lost unnecessarily. Yeah, it's tough to listen to. Oof. Did I, Man. I mean, to me, that's why it is so enraging to hear it even be a question as to whether or not Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas should be impeached. Or yes. whenever you hear people like John Kirby, Kareem Jean-Pierre, or Joe Biden himself saying, well, you know, there's nothing we can do until Congress passes more funding. It's a lie. And people are dying because of that lie. It's absolute nonsense. It is. And for all of these people that are out there saying, well, you know, people that vote Republican, they just don't care about people. You know, they, they want to shut the door on these people. No, you don't know what's going on. Of course, we don't have an honest media to tell people exactly what's going on either. Yeah. So some are just left in the dark because they're not going to seek out news in a number of different places to really know what's going on. That is sad, man. I just saw this morning, I think it was yesterday, they had to rescue a girl yeah. out of the Rio Grande that almost drowned. Oh, my goodness. All right. So that's going on. Um, economic news. Bidenomics is working. No, it's <laughs> not. Uh, no, it's not. UPS is cutting 12,000 jobs. How about that, huh? Wow. I didn't realize that 2023 was not a great year for UPS. Um, but the shares, man, they dropped immediately today because it anticipates the 2024 revenue um, is not going to meet expectations. So they're saying cut 12,000 jobs. That's going to save roughly a billion dollars. Whoa. Seems like a lot for 12,000 jobs. 12,000 jobs, yeah. But that's the number that they put on it. And they just reached a union deal a few months ago. Mm. Yeah. You know, and some people are pointing that out. I don't know what kind of union you got where you ratify a contract and then 12,000 people get fired. Well, some people are saying, well, <laughs> you demanded yeah, A, B, no, and C. Gee, if you voted no. for that contract, I don't know. If Nothing attached to it, I guess. Holy cow. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Man. And then there was a Jamal Bowman story. Saw this in Daily Wire. This guy. He's kookier all the time. Well, you probably remember this is the guy that was censured by the House after he was caught pulling a fire alarm in a House office building. That was back in late September. As Democrats tried to delay voting on a Republican stopgap funding bill. And what was his line at the time? He was Uh, trying to open the door. Yeah, he just got confused because, geez, who knows what a fire alarm is? Yeah, yeah, a guy who worked as a uh, as a school principal had no idea how a fire alarm worked. Yeah, he says, and he still maintains that that door that he was trying to go through was locked when it's usually opened, and he didn't see any signs saying alarm will sound, even though he walked <laughs> past one, and then literally took a sign off of the door that said alarm will sound. And then he turns and pulls the fire alarm. He says he thought that's how you got the door to open, except the video shows he he turns, pulls the fire alarm, and just walks away. He never went back to try the door. Right. So we know he's not that big of an idiot. He's just – this is one of the few times when somebody is actually saying, no, 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 I didn't mean to do it. I'm just that much of a moron when obviously he was doing it because he has no self-control. Well, I mean, okay, before we go on to the current story, you just poll people. Hey, do you want someone to be a representative for you in Congress? 
that doesn't know quite how a fire alarm works? The answer is probably no. No. I'm hoping we can find somebody brighter on that one. Just a hope. Well, it's an ad right there, right? I would think. Your current congressman <laughs> doesn't know what this is. <laughs> he had to uh, issue a statement uh, yesterday. I didn't hear this. After the Daily Beast reported he had promoted conspiratorial theories regarding 9-11 mm-hmm. on his blog when he was a high school principal. Real deep stuff <laughs> in there. What about that? He you. wrote a poem. Where he mused that the collapse of Building 7 on 9-11 came from a controlled demolition yeah. and cited the film's loose change and zeitgeist. The first of which claimed that the U.S. orchestrated the 9-11 attacks, while the second, the Daily Beast writes, argues that a ring of globalist bankers controls the Federal Reserve and periodically contrives nat- uh, national tragedies to compel the U.S. government to embark on wars and take out greater debt. So he had to walk it all back. Did you see what uh, the statement said? No. It said well over a decade ago, as I was debating diving into a doctoral degree, I explored a wide range of books, films, and articles across a wide swath of the political spectrum and processed my thoughts in a personal blog that few people ever read. So the fact that no one cared about it, I guess, is a good yeah. thing? Yeah. All right. All right. I don't believe anything that these cranks have said, and my life's work has proven that. As a congressman, I've written a congressional resolution condemning a dangerous conspiracy theory. I've stood up to MAGA extremists, and I've called out endless bull bleep of the far right. Still working on that fire alarm. Yeah. Okay. How does this guy get voted in again? I don't know. They, They come from districts where, you know. Well, as long as you're breathing, you can win yeah, by a, well. Yeah, right, exactly. You got a D after your name. Okay. Just, they'll just vote for you. Yeah, they don't whatever. care. Unreal. Well, they I mean, don't Alex, care. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez doesn't know how a garbage disposal works. True. So no. that is true. Um, some other things. I guess last night, Joy Reid had a hot mic. Oh, yeah. daddy. <laughs> Did she ever? Yeah, she was apparently caught on a hot mic. Uh, she was rolling footage of Joe Biden talking about shutting down the border. And the mask slipped a little bit. Yep. Roll it. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. Okay. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another war. (laughs) Oh! Starting another bleeping war. war? Yep. Yep. Wow. Joy. Any statements that have come out of Joy Reid or MSNBC? Oh, Any apologies? Down. Anything like that? No. She kind of half-heartedly walked it back. How so? What'd she say? Uh, some crosstalk that got out there, and I apologize, and blah, blah, blah. But that's it? Yeah. No walking back what you said? Well. Or anything like that? No. Standing by that? A little hard to do that. Another f- war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little hard to walk that one back. Yeah, that is pretty tough. You can say, well, it wasn't supposed to be on the air and no, apologize. I, My PG-13 rated show or something, she mentioned I, that. I just wonder what what it would, what it her show would actually be like then if she actually was her authentic self and not playing a role. I know. It might actually be, be watchable. You never know. <laughs> I mean, I'm doubting it, but you never know. Well, that's interesting. Ever since she got the platinum hair, things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of another war and everything, you know, with Iran right now, I don't know if you've heard this making the rounds. 
Biden in 2020? Remember when Trump blew up Soleimani? Oh, yeah. Oh, the big fear was we're going to get into a war with yeah. Iran. That was the fear, and that was Biden's big fear just four years ago. The world has changed because of what Trump has done. And the American people, including independents and some Republicans, know how bad he is, know how much he's misrepresented, know how he's getting close to getting us in a war. I said, as the walls close in on this man, I'm worried he's going to get us to war in Iran. Unfortunately, I may have been right. The fact of the matter is there's a lot at stake in this election. What jumps out at you more than oh, anything about that? I was going to say yeah, that. I understood him, for one. Listen to this guy. Four <laughs> years. It's not the same person. Oh. That is clear, concise. You may not agree with it, no, I but I understood every bit of it. Right. I, I got but, it. It sounds like a completely different guy. And, and the crazy thing is, I thought he was going senile then. Yeah, me too. Because right. he had yes. the, he had the occasional meltdown. You saw him in the debate stage. You know when he was really talking off script is where the senility sort of came out. Mm-hmm. But he could actually read a sentence back then. Now he can't mess with him in America unless you want to get the benefit. Right? It's I know that guy we just heard. Yeah, com- that's almost AI generated or something. It's crazy. Inspection yeah. machines. Self-detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. Unbelievable. Uh, did you hear about the uh, implanted brain chip? First one in the human. That and much more coming up. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. This ad furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I mean, I think it's safe to say Elon Musk is a fascinating person. Oh, yeah. Some people hate him. Think for the wrong reason. You can hate him all you want, but he's a fascinating guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Smart guy. Oh, gosh. And I'm thankful that he bought Twitter. Yeah. Really am. And a number of different things. This has got some people freaked out and other people jumping for joy. Um, as he announced that Neuralink, his group, has implanted a brain chip in a human, the first one ever. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. But that's your first reaction. Yep. Because it's like some sort of spooky thing in the future, right? Well, turns into a killing machine. Yeah. It marauds through the streets. Well, for right now, for severely disabled and paralyzed people. I think this is great if that works that way. Yes. That's what they're talking about right yeah. now. I think people are worried about the slippery slope. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm worried about the, you know, one of the Avengers or something becoming well, yeah. this. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm actually I'm writing a sci-fi plot based off a sci-fi movie based off of this. It's going to be called Hawking's Revenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating. Oh, I think that he said the person's recovering while not giving a whole lot of details. Yeah. Um, suggesting in the story at least that the surgery was completely successful and that there was no serious technical problems. Um. Man. And the word was this was a quadriplegic. Said this is, you know, promising with the neuron spike detection, suggesting further that the device is detecting signals from individual neurons inside the brain. Mm. So then, you know, you could control your phone. You could control a lot of different things just from thinking about it. Right. Wow. And apparently Neuralink competes with a handful of other brain-computer interface companies. There is a rival startup named Synchron. Now you're getting into, like, AI and all of the different competitors, and this is where David starts shaking no. his head. No. no I think there, somebody summed this up reacting to one of Elon Musk's posts on X, who mm -hmm. when he wrote, the first human received an implant from Neuralink yesterday and is recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. Michael Irving, he is a, uh, a science technology writer, says, this is the audio log you find in a trashed office in a sci-fi horror game. Yeah. Yeah. Again, man, you know someone that... Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And could actually, yeah. just by thinking, you know, control a computer, all these different things. Be able to walk again and have function again. I don't know if they're that far along, but I mean, that's the goal at some point right, in time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I guess that they've already shown videos of monkeys that were implanted with the device, moving a cursor and playing Pong. Oh, God. Had you heard that before? You want, you want no. Planet of the Apes? This is how you get Planet of <laughs> yeah. the Apes. Monkeys All right? are already playing Pong. Yeah. Okay. We'll just leave how it long there. before you and I are members of Pong? <laughs> <laughs> we're just on a, just a big board, you know, we're part of. Again, man, we'll see where that goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand why it's exciting. I understand Jeez. why it's a little scary. Meanwhile, just for our brains, I saw this little survey. It is the top daily decisions we struggle with. You're not talking about the big ones. You know, should I buy that home? Should I marry that person? Yeah. The number one is what to eat. 44% of people claim to have trouble deciding on any given day. I don't. No. I'll eat about anything. How about what to watch on TV? That was I know exactly what I want to watch. 
Most like, all the time. You're not like scrolling around and looking around and Very see what's rarely, out there. Because usually I'll find something and I'll be that's what I'm going to watch tonight and I'll watch it. I wind up with that sort of paralysis because I've got two little kids and if I have like an hour and a half oh, yeah. to right. myself, I'm like, do I really want to waste this precious time watching yeah. this show or that show or that show? Yeah. I understand that, yeah. Well, what to buy at the store. Ah, should I get that or not? Uh, I'm tortured over every decision. No. You don't want to make the wrong decision. You know, your morning routine, whether to spend money if something's worth it, all that stuff. There are some people. Yeah, that's yeah. a tough one. Yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. All right, David. Biggest story today if you had to pick one. Uh, biggest story of the day. We're still waiting to see what Joe Biden will do in response to the attack that left three soldiers dead in the Middle East. Uh, how is he going to strike back at Iran? Apparently, he's telling donors. Donors get to know things. This is one of the features of the Biden administration. Donors get to learn things before his own staff or the rest of the American people. But don't uh, ever suggest he's bought and paid for. Right, exactly. <laughs> that would be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Anthony Blinken, his response. Everything that these guys talk about, him, the rest, it's so frustrating. We will get to that and a news update in just a couple. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David. Uh, what to do next as far as Iran? Yeah, that, that's a good question because now uh, they're, well, they've funded militants who have now killed three U.S. soldiers. Uh, we learned the identities of the soldiers. Uh, they are Army reservists um, from Georgia. Uh, Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46 years old, Carrollton, Georgia, is where he's from. Specialist Kennedy Ladon Sanders, 24, of Waycross, Georgia. And Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffitt, 23 years old, of Savannah, Georgia. They were the soldiers who were killed uh, by this attack on the part of, you know, funded by Iran. You guys see any of the interviews with the parents of the soldiers? Yes. A couple of them? Yes. It's heart-wrenching, man. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, so many have gone through that, and it's just so difficult. So many different ways. And then on the Today Show, Keir Simmons was on it. And, you know, talking about what are we going to do. And then, of course, they're going to go to you don't want escalation, a wider war. And I'm not calling for war, but this is the thing they go to every time. Amid calls to avoid an escalation that might pull the U.S. into a wider war. We do not seek war with Iran, but we have and we will continue to defend our personnel. There's Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. Yeah. We have? Yeah, and I, you know, I, I, I really do hate the automatic, well, no need to escalate. Yeah, well, hold on a second. You know, Iran's the one escalating things constantly. You know, that that's the thing. And, and and I see some of this on the right, but it's mostly on the left, where it's like anything America does is automatically the wrong decision, automatically a bad right. thing 
to say, hey, we need retribution for this because this is unacceptable. This has been a long time coming. I mean, there's been several months of this where more where the attacks have been ramping up more and more on American military assets, personnel, et cetera. And this time it had deadly consequences. That is the escalation, not whatever the United States does in response to it. How many times have we seen this in history? It's going to keep happening until what happens? You hit back. Like, hard. Is that Iran? Is that one of the proxy groups? Can be. But, I mean, in history, that's what has to happen. Yeah. It does seem like this entire administration is always hoping something will go away. Or the Taliban this time, they're going to want a seat at the table. Right, exactly. It doesn't work that way. My goodness, man. Again, I keep coming back to these people are still living in this world the way they wish it would be instead of the way it truly is. I'm just a goofy jamoke on the radio. It's not hard to figure out. All you got to do is look at history to see how this works. My goodness, man. And then you had Green Jean-Pierre yesterday. Oh, God. The White House spokesperson mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about these fallen soldiers and couldn't get a sentence out. Condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the what? American people. Obviously, more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls. Yeah, David, notice that immediately. Well, fighting for the administration, right? No, they're they're fighting on behalf of the United States of America not the administration. Um, But also, I think the reason why, and y'all made a joke about this yesterday because she didn't want to say men. I think it's because it wasn't all men who who were killed in this case. And so, I mean, I hope they don't actually trust her with real top secret information. Because she would be terrible under duress. God forbid something oh, happen. The soldiers. Yeah. I mean, there's a number of words you can use. It just seemed like, ah, I can't say the wrong thing. They ah. start spinning. They're just spinning, spinning, spinning. Yeah. Did, so did, 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 did. we talked about that yesterday. I heard this later yesterday. It was Glenn Greenwald, independent journalist, on Megyn Kelly's show. And that came up and... <laughs> Greenwald just went with it. Her job is to communicate, right? So you have some very smart people who might not be verbally articulate. We all have our strengths, you know. Um, so that's understandable. You can be smart, but not very good at uh, expressing yourself verbally. But her job, that's her only job, is to communicate yes. on behalf of the White House to the public. And she is incapable of forming a, a <laughs> sentence. That was the easiest sentence. What she was trying to say was, these are three brave patriots who have lost their lives. Her brain broke, like, in the middle. And she, she yes. couldn't reconstruct the sentence by just calling, figuring out how to call them brave and patriotic at the same time. She, like, worked her way around this with the word folks. That's, like, a very just, like, informal leftist way of calling people to avoid gendering them. And I, don't, I know, like, you can make too big of a deal out of, like, one clip, but... This is something we've seen over and over with her. I, I, I'm always amazed, you know, if you ask her any question, I don't mean like an obscure question, but like <laughs> the two or top three topics yeah. of the news each day, he cannot answer until she like flips that book and then finds like exactly the phraseology that she's supposed to read. It is the strangest yeah. thing. Yeah. You might as well have an AI press secretary. It yeah. would be better. It would be smoother. Oh, it would be sure much would. smoother. 
the answers would come crisp and clean. <laughs> There'd be no fumbling around in a book. No. Wow. Man. Anyway, I just thought that was hilarious. Just people that are bad at their jobs. That's part of the prerequisite of this administration. Yes. Just bad, just bad at your job. And you have to check a box. Yeah. Of some kind. I'm not sure where the Blinken fits and all that, but... Well, Blinken did him a favor when he was running. Mm -hmm. He's the one that got, what is it, the 51 intelligence officials to say that was Russian disinformation, the Hunter laptop. That was Blinken. Well, I know there's a criteria for bad musicians, too. You have to have at least one in your cabinet. There you go, and he's that guy. Uh, Supreme Court Justice says what, David? Totally different story here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor says that she is traumatized by the conservative justices who make up the majority of the Supreme Court. She's tra- I haven't heard this. She's traumatized. Yeah, she was, she was speaking at a forum at the University of California Berkeley School of Law, uh, and she revealed that, you know what, being a Supreme Court justice really takes a toll on me. <laughs> she said, quote, I live in frustration. Every loss truly traumatizes me in my stomach and in my heart. But I have to get up the next morning and keep on fighting. Yeah. <laughs> fighting? That doesn't sound like just hearing cases. No, no you're interpreting, to... yeah, mm-hmm. the Constitution as it applies to the case you're hearing. That sounds like a leftist saying that I'm fighting for the left. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's and a, a completely weird... different ideology. Well, and when we lose, yeah. I take it to heart. It's a we... weird word to use, fighting for. Well, because she's an activist. Well, of course. Right. I mean, that. But aren't you supposed to not not say that out loud? No, you're not I supposed mean. to say that out loud. But right. But, but she does. You know, it's it's interesting, and it's I'm not the the only one to have pointed this out. But whenever somebody uh, crosses the political ideology or ideological line on mm-hmm. the Supreme Court, how often is it really that it's one of the liberal justices that does that? Like the liberal justices, you can count on them siding with the liberal cause on the Supreme Court. Yes. It's the conservative justices that wind up not just being activists. Oh, yeah. It's like Kavanaugh. He said what? Yeah. Amy Coney Barrett. What? Roberts. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see that coming. No, you, that's a great point. That's really true. Seriously. Do you ever think then maybe you're in the wrong gig? Oh, no, they're in the right gig as far as they're concerned. But it's so taxing. Yeah. Okay. I know, right? Just goodness gracious. All right. And then there's another story out there. Someone's really upset at the European Union. Who is that? I love this. This would be William Shatner, Captain Kirk, Star Trek. Oh, boy. So the European Union uh, is getting ready to uh, have a report out addressing gender language. Uh, it's a 61-page document called uh, Toolkit on Gender-Sensitive Communication, uh, published by the European Institute for Gender Equality. Now, in addition to advising against the use of, of phrases like uh, no man's land, you need to call that unclaimed territory, God, the document addressed the problematic goals of the Galactic Federation, <laughs> namely to boldly go where no man has gone before. <laughs> According to the group's findings, this I saw this in the Daily Wire, uh, statements such as that one created an environment where women may be subject to invisibility or omission in Star Trek. Oh, hmm. my gosh. 
Now, William Shatner, I had not heard this term before, but I love it. Presentism is what he accused them of. Presentism at work yet again, Shatner said. Now, that would be the attempt to apply today's values to a show that was created in a very different time and culture. Presentism. I've not heard that before. Never heard that before. I I think we need to start fighting the left with that kind of linguistic gobbledygook as much as they do. Might as well. You're you're being very presentist, okay? I like that. He said, why start at Trek? Isn't it better to start at the beginning and redo foundation material like the Magna Carta, religious writings, works of Shakespeare, before worrying about a silly TV show opening that reflects social commentary of the time? If people are offended by six seconds of dialogue recorded in 1966 without a modicum of understanding of the social issues at the time, there's bigger issues that they need to deal with first, like educating themselves. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes. yes. There you go. Like educate that. yourself. Yeah, do that. You know what I hadn't thought about in a long time until now? Is that album he did where he's recording yeah. a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's going to be a long, long time <laughs> to touch town, bring me around again. Do you remember this guy? <laughs> this sounds like a karaoke version of it. I'm a rock man. No, that's Shatner. Yeah, that's Shatner. And now that reminds me of that that whole survey they just did with people that 42% say they could negotiate peace with aliens. Yeah. Do you think that? Do I think I could? Yes. I would just do whatever they told me to do because then they won't show up at my house. <laughs> I've maintained that forever. Hey, man. It's not the way it's going to work. Do I believe in you? Yes, I do. (laughs) You don't need to show me. I do. I get it. They come to talk to you. Can you negotiate peace with the aliens? There will be no peace. That's a war. It's not not possible. You can put your head in the sand like Scott and hope it goes away. You better be ready to fight. No, we are. I I will be. uh, You you can give me the nickname Lindsey Graham because I'll be a war hawk day one. The aliens show up. (laughs) You don't have that kind of technological superiority without a plan to use it to destroy or crush the local population doesn't work that way david will join have a leading the charge no aliens no peace we'll all be vaporized but at least we'll go down fighting like men (laughs) gotta have them yeah all right all right we gotta get to a news update there's some new emojis out there that are causing a stir straight ahead We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. 
This ad furnished by Nesmond Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Maybe you saw there's 118 new emojis coming out from Apple. New? Yeah. There's a series of gender-neutral family emojis. Gender-neutral family emojis. Mm. Yeah, basically silhouette versions of the existing family emojis that have various combinations of genders. Okay. You're like, what are we doing? I don't know. Who knows? Okay. So you think for a while, okay, this insanity is going to stop, but it doesn't. It keeps rolling. I just saw where it was a dude, claims to be a woman, is breaking track records in college. (laughs) Like, are we not past this yet? This is still a fight. No. It still is. Okay. It, it'll only end when the WNBA gets swarmed with dudes. You got to believe that's a matter of time. I would think so. All you that, to, because you don't. All you have to do is claim you are. That's it. Or until, as some people have suggested, that women just say no. Yeah. We're, we just won't show up. Well, I mean, but if I'm a, if again, if I'm a dude and the NBA cuts me. I really don't want to work. I don't want a real job. I just want to play basketball again and make $100,000, $200,000 a year. Why not? Yeah, you just identify. I just go, hey, here's who I am. Oh, and and yeah, and more and more to me, and high school is a different thing, and to a certain extent, college may be a different thing, but in the more professional realm of, you know, pro runners, people who cycle competitively, and that's one of their streams of income, Mm -hmm. I have no sympathy for the women who get beat by the dudes if they're not willing to speak up for themselves at that point it's you're getting the world that you allow yeah i think some are afraid too though too they bad are. don't care no yeah i know it's just it sucks that they're put in the position that they are well it is they shouldn't be no but then at some point i mean there are women that are leading that charge now to join along yeah um you care about any other of the new emojis, Scott? You pretty sure, much like to use two, correct? Yeah, a couple of them. I like the thumbs up and the smile one. Those the are good. crying laughing. The crying laughing yeah, one is good. That's a good one. Yeah, there's a couple of new smile emojis for you. One that's shaking its head from side to side, another that's shaking its head up and down. Oh. Yeah. And then there's other versions of people walking, running, kneeling, sitting in wheelchairs, walking with canes. That sort of All thing. All inclusive, sure. Well, yeah. I got no problem with that. Yeah. There you go. You know what, man? There was a really nice story. It's like, you know what, man? With everything going on, I should bring this up today. 
there was this lady in San Jose, California, bride-to-be, called off her wedding. Not quite sure what happened. Ooh. But it was at the last minute. Mm, boy. Couldn't get a refund on the reception. $15,000. Oh. Well. Yeah. I'm throwing myself a big shindig then. Well, you would. I would. Because you're selfish and she's not. Well, so what's she doing? She donated it to a charity called Parents Helping Parents that supports uh, parents of kids with special needs. That's nice. Hi, I'm Scott. Come celebrate me. I hired the band already. We got the booze. We got the food. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. We can course. pass the hat later if we want to. <laughs> you know. Apparently, they threw a party for 100 people and called it the ball for all. DJ, dancing, um, lady that I think runs that nonprofit talked about it. I think this donation is extraordinary. I've never heard of anyone ever calling a nonprofit and saying we want to donate a $15,000 party in two weeks to you. And uh, just thrilled that we will be able to have an event for families. Isn't that nice? What if the do? I guess he signed off on it too. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like she controlled the money. Right. Oh, well, nothing you could do then. I don't know if that was her, her parents, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was a very sweet thing. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, if I'm to understand this, there are a lot of definitions for shutting down the border. Uh, yeah, so Joe Biden at a campaign stop in uh, South Carolina, I believe it was, uh, said he would shut down the border if Congress passed a comprehensive immigration reform bill, which indicates that he knows he can shut down the border, but he's using that and the chaos that he's unleashed as leverage in order to, well, maybe provide a pathway to citizenship for some of the millions of people that he's let in. Uh, oh, so they can vote. Yeah. Now, when Trump said he wanted to shut down the border, Democrats flipped out. Remember, saying he was racist. It's racist to want to shut down the border. <laughs> White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was confronted about that and was asked, hey, why is Biden's pledge not racist? So we believe the new enforcement tools uh, that currently don't exist, that will be, uh, we believe that will be part of this bipartisan agreement, uh, will be fair. We believe it'll be, yes, it'll be tough, but it will be fair. But he didn't say he wanted to use, excuse me, sorry yeah, to interrupt, no, 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 he, did, he no, didn't no. say, I would, on, on day one, I will use enhanced enforcement to in, improve the processing of people at the border. He said, I will shut the border down. Yeah, no. So I, isn't that the same thing that Trump did? No, I understand your question. What I'm saying to you, the new enforcement tools, right, that we believe that do not currently exist, that will be part of this bipartisan agreement, <laughs> there's, there, are different, there are different definitions, right, of what that looks like, of what yeah. actually uh, shutting down the border looks like. What it looks like, according to you, is letting people in and right. then voting Democratic. I think we get it. I get so flustered when I hear her. How so? It's nothing makes sense. 
It's just this circle, this round, just chasing your tail and the tools that don't exist. What 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 do you mean by that? What, David? How could you try to explain that? Uh, I mean, if you're really, if you tools, were on the left and trying to make sense of that, how would you explain that it? Don't exist. Yeah. Yes, you have to reimagine the border. <laughs> That is what she's saying, basically, is, hey, we need to provide a safer, lawful uh, entry pathway for people who are coming across the border so that they are documented as soon as they set foot inside the United States of America. Okay. Yeah. We want open borders, but we know we can't say that because that's not popular. Really, that's it. Using every tool in the toolbox only exists if those tools exist. Yeah. If those tools don't exist, then there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Right, and that's why there's all the chaos. Yes, I know. I got it now. Okay. okay. Yeah, because if it weren't for if they had a couple other tools, well. Right. But, you know, congrats. Because all of a sudden, it seems that Biden needs Congress. But he didn't need it, Congress to no. reverse all the Trump policies and open the border when he took right. over. I'll do it without Congress. Yes. Okay. And did. And then, and I haven't heard this. But you were telling me about it, David, that there's a Democrat that said, you know, Trump wants to shoot migrants and feed them to gators. Yeah. So there is a uh, what? <laughs> there's a hearing going on about the impeachment of DHS Secretary uh, Alejandro Mayorkas and House Democrats are just throwing everything they can out there to try to stave this off. Uh, and here is Democrat Robert Garcia, who uh, makes a actually I, I, I kind of think he he failed to make his case and actually just made MAGA look even cooler than it is. Oh, all right, roll it. Donald Trump actually has said that he wants to build alligator moats along the border. That's one of his incredible ideas. Another idea that Donald Trump has promoted. It's- Time out for a second on the moats. <laughs> How did he phrase that? Was it actually moats? Well, I, I don't. Because he was, like, thinking out loud. Yeah, right? I don't think he said it in public, not that I can recall at least. I think it was a, a there was a meeting, and that was one thing he threw out there, was what if we stocked the Rio Grande with more alligators? Because there are already gators in the Rio Grande. I mean, they're already there. A lot of people don't don't know that. Just, you know, maybe, maybe let, let's talk to Ron DeSantis and get a trade agreement <laughs> going on. <laughs> He's going to send in right. some of his troops and well, some gators. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay. All right. Back to uh, Robert Garcia. He actually wants to electrify the border fence and maybe even put some spikes on the border. That's another Donald Trump and MAGA majority border idea. Another idea, which I'm not sure how how well it would go, is he wants to actually bomb northern Mexico with missiles. That's another Trump idea. And finally, I think one of the... What is he talking about? His threats of fire and fury years ago? I think he was talking about... Like, essentially declaring war on the cartels in northern Mexico, which there okay. there would be, of course, a lot of fallout from that. Nobody wants to just go into a war. But, I mean, that kind of fight is certainly more crucial to American sovereignty and, and security than, I don't know, endless funding of Ukraine's war. That is true. 100%. And finally, I think one of the ones that I think um, is the most grotesque is suggestions that instead we should maybe just shoot migrants in the legs as they cross the border. So once again, the Donald Trump and MAGA plan is alligator moats, bombing northern Mexico, shooting migrants in the legs, 
and electrifying the fence and putting spikes on them. That is the Donald Trump border plan. All of which would be infinitely more <laughs> effective than what the Biden administration is doing. Look, I'm, I'm just saying, you pop a couple of people coming across the border and it stops pretty quickly. I mean, this is a results-driven business. Okay, if you want results, that's going to get her done. I just see the cartoon show where the moat and the gators are all jumping up and snapping. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I, I think it'd be great, you know, as as a wildlife enthusiast myself, I would love uh -huh. to see the gator population uh, explode in the Rio Grande. I mean, again, like shooting migrants coming across, uh, I don't know about that. But, you know, electrifying the border fence, What what is actually wrong with that? Putting spikes on the top of the border wall, What what's wrong with that? No, they they just want a knob that you can turn and right. open it and come in. Right. And as far as a, you know, breeding program for Rio Grande alligators, I'm okay with that. <laughs> We're not going to sick the alligators on anybody, but we just need to let people know, hey, there are gators right. here. Yeah. And then there'll be some rope that you're trying to, you know, climb across over the gators <laughs> like, they didn't jackass with, right. you know, meat hanging out of your underwear that snapping's going on. There is my compre You just came up, and I think we're brainstorming here. This is yes. a comprehensive immigration reform package Americans might get behind. Listen, if you're on the southern side of the uh, Rio Grande, mm -hmm. what you got to do is you got to put raw chicken in, in, in your pants. <laughs> You have to climb a rope across alligator-infested waters, dodge sharpshooters who are aiming for your knees, hop over an electrified fence with spikes on top. If you can get through all of that, you're a citizen, sir. We'll even find a town for you to be mayor of, okay? Okay, outtake from Indiana Jones there, right, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> See, trying to make sense of it all, have some fun. That's that's the brainstorming part of the show. You guys are advocating killing. No. <laughs> Golly. Okay. Moving on to the news. Ilhan Omar. It's good to know that she is here to protect Somalian yeah. interests. Yeah, yeah. She gave a speech to a a, a group of Somalian uh, immigrants uh, and said, "Quote: Sleep in comfort, knowing I am here to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. system." That's also, what she said. Yeah. yeah. Also talked about restoring land to Somalia, including apparently taking territory from Ethiopia and Kenya. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's generated some. I, I'm not all that surprised by the rhetoric there because she did say I mean, she said before and then had to correct herself. She said that Somalia is her country. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I again, there's nothing wrong with a member of Congress advocating for one group or another. But, yeah, when it sounds like your primary goal is to protect Somalia instead of working on America stuff, then you probably shouldn't be in the House of Representatives. By the way, if she were Republican, say a MAGA Republican, mm -hmm. do you think we'd know more about her brother? Yes. And the alleged marriage and the tax status, dude. And the current husband, dude. dude. I mean, dude. If that's Lauren, if, if that's Lauren Bobert, we would know a lot more about this. Oh, there's no doubt, hundred percent. Every once in a while, I'll hear a clip of Joe Rogan, and I'll just laugh. And I always think, you know what? This is a good thing because, as he has admitted so many times, you know, he's been on the left for a long time, 
and then the left sort of left him gone crazy and as we talk about just how insane the world is to hear someone that is still like almost in disbelief of what he's seen over the last five seven years and to hear him talk about it just cracks me up and to know there's a lot of people like this that every day are figuring out oh my gosh the road this country is on is not good and who put these people in charge and I think I got all the swear words beeped. Pretty sure. Be loose there, David. Yeah, here yeah. we go. I th- I th- you got to risk it for all the biscuits, right, I Scott. I think. Go ahead and roll These it. blue bubbles where everyone's gone insane. <laughs> well, I used to be a part of the blue bubble. I, w- I was 100% a left-leaning person who lived in Los Angeles. I was 100%. I never voted Republican my whole life. I was very left-leaning. But- okay, and that's sort of relatable because we got three recovering lumberals on this show. Yeah. Okay, from quite a while back, but we still, still go to meetings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking with one of his comedian buddies here. But this is where it goes. But California went nuts, man. It's gone like full communist. It's out of its fucking mind, and their approach to law enforcement is so insane. <laughs> It's so insane. The no cash bail, the letting people out for committing violent crimes, the fuck not stopping people for stealing up to whatever money it is. What is it, $900 now? I think they raised it. I think they made it a little higher. San Francisco is non existent. San Francisco, most of San Francisco is emptied out of like big chain stores and big department stores. They, I, I, would, I wouldn't even do stand up there anymore. It's crazy. It's, they man. ruined it. They ruined the city. Yes. So sometimes you're like, are we the only ones seeing this? No, we're not. No, we're not. And that's that's good news. So they could clean it up. Yeah. And you can bring it back. The structure's still there. But yeah, you'd yeah. have to have some hardcore Rudy Giuliani type motherfucker come in there and knock heads. Wow. And nobody wants that. You nobody know, wants that. They're peace, love, and granola and wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But it's, it's so true. I know. It's just, I know. That's why, you know, you think... I've heard different people say it. I mentioned it before. This race this year is right, left, whatever. It's sane versus absolute bat bleep crazy. When you start to look through an objective prism, you can really come to no other conclusion. I mean, it's look at the emptiness of those cities. That's not just San Francisco. No. It's a ton of cities. It's not. Then he gets into the trans stuff. You Mark know? Andreessen, who's a brilliant venture capitalist guy, explained it to me. In, in, in very clear terms, like what the definition of a cult is, how you can get excommunicated, how you get shamed for having differing opinions, the group think, the whole, he's like, it's a cult. And he's right. He's yeah. 100% right. Yeah. 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 That's what it's turned into, and he goes into that. It's, it's well done. Uh, something completely different. Um, if I said to you, Scott, are you a fan of Yacht Rock? I think some of it, yeah. I, I'm looking at this list. You are a huge fan of Yacht Rock. I don't know if that's bad. A lot of it I like. We'll yeah. get to that and a news update. Straight ahead. Check. 
chilly winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed. HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts, and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make eating better and saving money a priority. And make it easy with America's number one meal kit. Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, the Iranian-backed militia, Kataib Hezbollah, uh, which the U.S. is blaming for the deaths of three American soldiers uh, in Jordan, uh, they say that they are now suspending military operations against the United States. Oh. Because they realize they are in the find-out part of the F-around-and-find-out equation. <laughs> a little late for that now, isn't it? Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, and the word is, is that Don, uh, uh, that Joe Biden, I wish it were Donald Trump, but it's Joe Biden, uh, apparently will be announcing some sort of military action tonight. I thought he didn't want to after tell people fact. ahead of time, after uh, the fact. Like, like when Trump bombed the airfield in Syria. Yes. How he made the announcement right after the operation happened i mean that yes so we're telegraphing it's happening and then we'll talk after well yeah i guess so hmm i don't know who it's against i don't yeah yeah. that's the word at least that's what sources are telling multiple media outlets okay and will he have any sort of update on the border at all uh no nothing on that not that we could so, understand it anyway. Inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. Yeah, heck yeah. Well, we need the inspection machines everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, on a completely lighter note, I mentioned this. 
I saw, what was it Ultimate Classic Rock came up with the top 50 Yacht Rock songs of all time? Yacht Rock songs, okay. So Yacht Rock, how would you describe Yacht Rock? Uh, probably a more melodic, softer type of rock and roll. Yeah. Maybe you're looking up the definition. Broad music style and aesthetic commonly associated with soft rock. One of the most commonly uh, and commercially successful genres from the mid-70s to mid-80s. Like, okay. Yeah. Seems derogatory, but not if you yeah, like all the maybe music. maybe a little. Who cares? Uh, there's some stuff on there I like, but, I mean, you talk about Wheelhouse for Robins. Yeah, all right. I see. What? Well, go ahead. I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, number one is the song that you dig. I love what a cool place. I know yeah. you do. You like Peg Steely Dan? Yep. Summer Breeze, Seals and Cross? Yep. Ride Like the Wind, Christopher Cross? You've Good mentioned song. it many times. Good song. Uh, Dirty Work from Steely Dan? Baker Street, you love. One of my all-time favorite songs. Fooled Around and Fell in Love? Yeah. Elvin Bishop. Rich Girl, Hall and Oates? Yeah. I and then like I got to admit, there's a couple other songs in the top ten that I, I really dig. What do you like? Dude, it's undeniable. It just is. Some boss gags, oh, baby. Shuffle, man. All of a sudden, I'm like, if Yacht Rock is wrong, well, I don't want to be right. Come on. Who doesn't love Lido Shuffle? And Lowdown from Boss Gags. Another great song. Yeah. Did he have any other hits other than those two? Oh, what it, oh, love, look what you've done to me. That was a big one from Urban Cowboy, I think that was. Do you know that song, David? I don't know that song. Yeah, you do if you heard it. Do you know Lowdown and Lido Shuffle? I do. Yeah, those are good. Breakdown, Dead Ahead, I played that one. I don't know if I know that one. No, Miss You, Miss Sun. We got a half hour left. We got. Yeah, we could do it like a Buzz Gag Friday this, Five. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. A Friday Five? Yeah, with nothing but Buzz Gag songs. <laughs> yeah. The biggest. It's going to be thin. The biggest no, I, story of the day is that Scott Robbins apparently knows the entire discography. <laughs> I do. I know a lot of us. I like a lot of. I, it's over. I like. I, those are all good songs, man. He's a Texas guy, I believe. My sister had that album. Yeah, Silk Degrees. Silk Degrees, great. On eight track. Yeah, and her Ford Pinto. Yep. Yeah, she's cranking that. Th I remember riding along. Yep. Digging the boss skags, but I don't remember any other songs other than Lido and Lowdown. No, there's more. Well, I'll have to check that out later. All right, Let's we got to get to Skaggs with his two songs. Come on. <laughs> get to a news update. And the Scott Robbins drive back to straight ahead right here. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. Scott Robbins. News update. David Van Camp. Uh, Representative Cory Bush, one of the members of the far left squad in the House of Representatives. Uh, yeah, she's she's apparently in a little bit of trouble. The DOJ is investigating uh, her use of funds for private security, which I'm just wondering what took so long because we knew about this, what, a year ago? Yes. Maybe more than that? Mm-hmm. That she had not only spent tens of thousands of dollars on private security when she was calling for the police to be defunded, but the head of security was her boyfriend, now apparently her husband, and uh, he was raking in I don't know six seven hundred thousand dollars. Dang! And so yeah. yeah, that that seems like a 
an issue when you're talking about public dollars or campaign dollars even going towards yourself. <laughs> and you can't really do that. The the feds tend to look uh, not not look too kindly upon a situation like that. Now she is blaming right wing media, correct, saying that there are baseless allegations. And the thing is, is that th- this is one of those things that should be an open and shut case. You don't know what the politics at play may be because we right. know the Biden Justice Department is corrupt. But we, so I I, I don't know. But I mean. Yeah, if you're paying your husband to provide security using public dollars, that is potentially very much crime if that's going into one of your bank accounts as well. There's a little of this going on right now all over the place. There's that story. There's the story of the DA in Georgia, Ani Willis, paying her. Well, I guess it's the boyfriend, not a husband, because he was married to somebody else. And then she filed for divorce. And then there's disclosure with Bonnie Willis and accusations from the ex-wife. Of course, she's going after Trump, and she's trying to claim it's just right-wingers going after her. Yeah. Because she's standing up for justice and bringing Donald Trump to account. That's yeah. right. Right. You know, to me, I and maybe this is a tinfoil hat thing. But it was yes. pointed out by a guy on X, goes by A.G. Hamilton, hmm. um, who summarized it very, very well. What a weird couple of weeks for the squad. Corey Bush under federal investigation. Jamal Bowman exposed as a 9-11 truther and has someone withdraw their endorsements. Ilhan Omar had her Somali first speech leaked. Uh, oh. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, defends the U.N. after known terrorists were exposed for working for them in Gaza. Now, the AOC thing, that was a self-owned, but all of the other things that have gone on, like I'm waiting for something to come out about Rashida Tlaib. It seems like there is a pretty aggressive op against her, and I don't think it would be the right-wingers, because honestly, or at least it wouldn't be the Republicans, because the Republican Party's just not that smart to pull it off. <laughs> um Oh, that's interesting. But I do wonder, you know, you're in an election year. A lot of Republicans tie Joe Biden to the far left squad because, well, a lot of leftists have been influencing policy decisions. Is there someone did with Pelosi? Is there someone out there who's saying, listen, we got to bury these people because they're killing us, killing the party? Yeah, they would be putting Ayanna Presley in that group, too. Yeah, they're. (laughs) Yeah. She and Tlaib right now are like. (laughs) Looking behind their yeah. back, what's going to happen next? That's hilarious. All right, Robin, you ready for your big yeah, three? Yeah, let's go, man. Let's Here do we it. go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Case. Well, hi there, buddy. You okay? Yeah. Got two weeks till the Super Bowl. I'm planning ahead. I'm ready. Three. Are you coming or not? Three. Another party, won't it? Okay. Uh, Number three, an Illinois representative who chairs the Criminal Justice Committee has some ideas. Yeah, (laughs) he certainly does. He's found a way to keep prisoners out of the system. Don't enforce the law. Okay. Wow. It's just that simple. Okay, it's foolproof. It'll work every time. 
So here's the deal. This guy, by the way, his name is Justin Slaughter. And uh, he is proposing right now to loosen up traffic laws, preventing young thugs from being caught for other crimes in the event of a traffic stop. Got it? So you're stopped. Yeah, you're stopped. We realized, hey, there's a warrant out for A, B, and C. Right. In other words, if a police officer stops you because your windshield is barely transparent, cracks all over, your bumper's falling off, your headlights don't work, your license is expired, you're going to be immunized from prosecution if the police officer discovers you're holding, oh, I don't know, a thousand pills of fentanyl during the stop. you got to be kidding. Oh, no. Oh my now, gosh. I'm pretty sure they might find a workaround if there's an actual dead body in your back seat. But for right now, that's what his proposal is. Hey, this is going to help. You know, after all, we know that uh, minorities are stopped at a higher rate than, than uh, Caucasians. Okay. Therefore, we can't. <laughs> Can you imagine you got a bag of fentanyl sitting in the front seat of your car? And you, you can't stop them because of, and if you do stop them, you can't hold them responsible it's, for that. It's insanity. It's insanity. It's like just a little while ago here in Rogan. And you know what? You just mentioned the squad. That sounds like that came from AOC or something like that. If we want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer is to stop building more of them. Just stop, stop building, building jails. Building jails. Problem solved. Got a bag of fentanyl in the front? Yeah, well, that's all right. Yeah, no big deal there. Okay. Now, on with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta top three of the day. Two. Number two, staying in the state of Illinois. Uh, elections officials there at the state level have said that they're not removing Trump from the ballot. Yeah. Uh, Illinois Election Board on Tuesday uh, kept former President Donald Trump on to the state's primary ballot a week before the U.S. Supreme Court hears arguments on whether, of course, he should be disqualified from the presidency because of January 6th. The board's unanimous ruling comes after its hearing officer, a retired judge and Republican, found that a preponderance of evidence shows Trump is ineligible to run for president because he violated a constitutional ban on those engaged in insurrection from holding office. But the hearing officer recommended the board let the courts make the ultimate decision. It's like, hey, it's not up to us. We can't keep him off the ballot here. I mean, if the Supreme Court decides he's ineligible, then okay. But no, we can't do that. He's never been charged with insurrection. Yes, I know. It's like people forget that. Well... I mean, the the remedy would be an act of Congress too. To well, if you, yes, if you wanted to say yes, he committed an insurrection, you'd have to get Congress to agree to that. Well, they determine they don't have the authority. Uh, they have one. They have one activist on there demanding, of course, Trump's removal. They're they are vowing to overturn this decision. What they saw it on network news. They said it was an insurrection. Right. So it must be. So therefore, he should yeah. be disqualified from appearing on the ballot. It's not the way it works. Good luck with that, by the way. Right. And the countdown continues. Yes, it's got Robin Strifecta, top three of the day. And finally, one. Uh, number one, surf legend Bethany Hamilton uh, has spoken out about dudes and women's sports. Yeah, oh. she doubled down on her assertions that trans inclusion in women's sports should be banned. Yep. The uh, surfing, uh, the, the, by the way, the surfing brand was criticized by others for using transgender surfer Sasha Lowenson in a promotion last week. Male-bodied athletes should not be competing in female sports, period, Hamilton wrote. Hamilton made her stance in the trans inclusion in the women's sports clear last year when she spoke out against it, and she says she's not going to participate in anything unless they change the rules. 
Wow. And of course, we've talked about this before, yeah. right? Good for her. Yeah. I mean, if you were born a dude, you can't compete against women. There. If you want to live your life, go about in peace and live your life. Do whatever you want to do. But you can't do this. Yes. That's it. Well said. And until more women step up and say, we're not doing this anymore, we're not participating in this, then it will continue. But when you take a stance like that, and that's your number one draw, your biggest name, then it, it uh, has some impact to it. You know the movie Soul Surfer? See, yeah. My daughters were young when that came out. I remember that movie. And then I think there was a DVD around. I think I may have seen that movie 10 times, or it was on at wow. least 10 times because it was watched multiple times. Yes. Man, I want to take you to trivia night because if that question comes up, if there was a Soul Surfer question, you're going to be on my team. You're going to get it. Oh, that's a lot of pressure, man. A lot of pressure there. And there you have it. Yes, Scott Robbins, trifecta. Okay, so we talk about this stuff a lot. It seems like there's a new crisis all the time. The world's on fire. Yeah, and who knows so often. Who knows what's going to happen in the Middle East? Uh, you know, Biden is apparently going to be saying something later tonight. We don't know for sure. We don't know what he's going to say. But, you know, in addition to wondering what this means for, of course, our nation and the security of our nation, wondering about the security of your investments. How does this move uh, the financial system one way or the other if something were to were to go off? Um, how will this affect your savings and your investments? Well, it's not too late. I can tell you that right now. You can diversify that old IRA and 401k into gold with Birch Gold, and they can help you. As opposed to a lot of other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty and is an important part of diversifying your savings. Yeah, they'll help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k. We talked about this with them a couple of weeks ago, a zombie 401k. Maybe you have one from a previous job and you just don't know what to do with it. Uh, they can help you convert that into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Yeah, all you have to do is just text MVCR to 989898 for a free information kit. They've got an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, whole lot of five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. Now, let the pros at Birch Gold Group show you how easy it is to protect your finances through precious metals. Text MVCR to 989898 for that free info kit. That's MVCR to 989898. Get yourself started. All right. We got to get to another news update. And then for Nimrods in the news, it sounds like the start of a joke. So a naked woman walks into a convenience store. Oh, God. Armed with a potato peeler. There's really no punchline, but it's a crazy story. We'll get to that coming up. Chilly winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed. HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts, and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make eating better and saving money a priority. And make it easy with America's number one meal kit. 
Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, Representative Corey Bush, we've talked about this a few times today, but uh, I have a little bit of an update here. Uh, she is under investigation for uh, the financial problems, putting it lightly, with the way that she paid for private security for herself. See, she took allegedly taxpayer dollars and campaign dollars to pay uh, security to protect her. And the head of that security team is her husband now. So it certainly looks like she was funneling cash directly into her own uh, bank account. So defund the police, but pay for her personal security. But this is all right-wing media, apparently. That's according to Corey Bush, as she defiantly... Gave a statement today saying, I will win in the courtroom. She may. I have no idea. Uh, But uh, here's what she had to say, part of it at least. I am under no illusion that these right-wing organizations will stop (laughs) politicizing and pursuing efforts to attack me and the work that the people of St. Louis sent me to Congress to do. To lead boldly, (laughs) to legislate change my constituents can feel, and to save lives. How has she saved lives? I'm... I'm confused on that part. Boy, I have no idea. Nope. Well, didn't she say trans abortions are life-giving? My parsing words there? Yeah, she said something like that. Abortion is a lifeline? Yeah. Um, Maybe that's how? I'm not quite sure. I don't know. She's got quite the list of statements she's made in the past. Oh, yeah. I think more than anything... Right-wingers just want her to keep talking in front of people. That would probably be helpful because the more she talks, the more she kind of outs herself. Every time they get caught, though, it's just a right-wing conspiracy of some kind. Of course. just so ridiculous. Yes. You know, and is she okay with Biden now? Because for a while, she did not want him to run. She would not say she wanted him to run. Remember that controversy? So I don't know if she came around to that. Not quite sure. I'm I'm still wondering what left wing organization or i should say more establishment democrat organization is starting to pull at the threads here 
and recognizing that her being out so publicly mm-hmm. along with the rest of the squad, how much that's dragging down the overall perception of the Democrat Party. Because they're, could be, they're just too honest about what Democrats want. That's true. And that, There could be something to that. Who yeah. knows, man? All right. Nimrod's time? Oh, we already started it. Keep yeah. rolling. Yeah. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dean. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's the news. We start in Florida, St. Pete. There's 35-year-old Celia Barrett. She uh, walked into a store the other night, started yelling about getting kicked out of the same store a day earlier. Mm. It's a convenience store. Um, she was naked, too. Oh. No clothes. She threatened two workers with a peeler, like a potato peeler. Oh. And said she was going to kill one of them. Kill you. Mm. Then she went over to this display of Red Bulls, knocked them over all over the place. Wow. Then she tore open a carton of cigarettes, spilled them all over the place. So an employee called the cops. Cops get there. She's still there and naked. When is also participating in an activity by herself. Oh. With the peeler? Well, it says they don't think with the peeler. Okay. But we're not, we don't have confirmation with on that. the cigarettes then? We don't know. Was she blowing smoke rings? <laughs> not not going to answer that question. Did she drive there naked or was there? We don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going with the information that I have in front of me. Yeah. I feel like a spokesperson right now. <laughs> well, you know. Um, she did say that she had about six shots of liquor. Well, lightweight. There you go. Uh, facing charges for aggravated assault, disorderly intoxication, trespassing, criminal mischief, and indecent exposure. Eesh. Yikes. Then we go to Florida. Domino's delivery driver delivered a pizza, saw a package at the front. Decided, I think I'll take me that. Put it right in the pizza carrier. I mean, it's on the ring cam. Wow. <laughs> a lot of trouble there. And then in Louisiana, dude impersonating a police officer, attempt to pull over a pickup truck, not knowing that the pickup was being driven by a cop. See, oh, that, that's the thing, man. Yes. Why did they do that? And then a couple of passengers on a cruise from Miami to the U.K. were found to be carrying over 100 bags of weed. One of them claimed they had a medical marijuana card. See, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's like 158 pounds of weed. You don't need that for your personal use. Well, it's five-day cruise, you know. Yeah, they're in a lot of trouble, too. And that's Nimrod's in the news.